Paul, what great character flaw could be cured off of you by spending a month with Shalice Ferran? Having a face that's on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. She put that out at some stage during the month. Not she, straight away. You get, a, you get around to it. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to... Well, you've got to have kooky. some solid sex. Some, so, some solid sex. Some kooky encounters. So solid sex. Some so solid sex. Um, 21, and then when 21 seconds is up, <laughs> and you've got all your kookiness out, then... Finally, she just puts it out, but with a smile. You see, and that's what's so special about her, and that's how she oh. made my November so sweet. Because I tell you what, Paul, there's very few things sweeter than not having a burning face. Ah, <laughs> oh, I know that December's around the corner when I, I lose the smell of flesh meat boiling. <laughs> it truly is oh. Christmas. It's Christmas now. Someone extinguished Goodman's face, <laughs> and there's chestnuts roasting, but not Goodman's beard. <laughs> Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that is all I know and all I ever want to know. I'm Chaz Watley. I'm late for my life, which I have. It was something <laughs> like that. Has it, folks? It was something like that. I genuinely cannot remember why this is in the roster, which is something I'm sure every film programmer has said at least once in their career. But fuck it, show it anyway. <laughs> Curation, Why did I want to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Keanu Reeves, mate. Oh, it's probably Keanu Reeves, wasn't it? Probably just like watching Keanu Reeves' face. Not be on fire. I do enjoy Keanu Reeves's face mm. in every context you might put it in, because and in one of those contexts could be the 2001 romantic drama comedy Sweet November, starring Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron and Richard Nixon. <laughs> Nelson, I can help you. See, I have a gift. How does a lunatic like you help a guy like me? You have to live with me here for a month. <laughs> you live in a box. I could lift the lid. Live here and let you mess with my head for a whole month. Yeah, we can start midnight, 1st of November. What are you doing? Taking your shirt off. Why? Because you smell like puppy pee. Guys, amazing how he came and reanimated his corpse. And I've got to say, looked a lot more full of life than he did when alive. Oh, oh end of the podcast. Oh, this podcast is getting too political now. They're <laughs> taking swipes at Nixon. <laughs> is nothing sacred? <laughs> Sweet November is a, quote, loose remake of the 1968 film of the same name. Uh, here's the mm. first line of that plot summary. Successful British box manufacturer, Charlie Blake. <laughs> ah, Britain. Ah, fucking England. Uh, yeah. uh, He's trying to find his heart, folks. Is <laughs> 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 it a box? Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, Blake was played by Anthony Newley, who was a sort of Leonard Rossiter-style fellow, who oh. was great in the small world of Sammy Lee. Um, yeah, and he's generally a comedic actor. Yeah, he, right. he was in The Magnificent Butcher, and I love him for that. <laughs> um, Audrey Hepburn was meant to lead that movie, but instead they had Sandy Dennis, or Sandy Denis, perhaps. Mm. But actually, there already is a Sandy Denis, so probably Sandy Dennis. Um, and she broke out in Mike Nichols' Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, and later did fun stuff, like the out-of-towners, and the early Altman movie, The Cold Day in the Park. But, more oh. importantly, she was in the Larry Cohen, who was a big schlockmeister mm. of the 1960s and 70s, God Told Me To, which is about a bunch of New Yorkers who start randomly committing crimes, like murders and arson mm. and such, because God told them to do it. Okay. And then it turns out to be aliens. 
<laughs> I mean, look, I, I didn't didn't see that coming. You didn't uh, see it coming, folks. No. Look, if seven had ended that way, <laughs> would it have been satisfying? No, but nobody would have guessed it. And that's the main thing nowadays. You've got to keep people guessing. And if they for one second guess it yeah. right, you just watch your fucking back, mate. You've got to be social media proof these days. And yeah. the best way to do that is to come up with a twist so dumb people will think that people are shitposting. <laughs> oh, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Well, Everybody turns out to be a master race of frogs. I'll find out how Tom Cruise's Valkyrie ends on my own, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Halliwell. <laughs> Anyway, that, that's <laughs> a segment Twitter. of the show we like to see, we like to call the films Paul Goodman hasn't seen. <laughs> it's fine. I haven't seen any of those either, but I do want to watch oh. God Told Me To. Yeah, it uh, more than anything spectacular. else. Spectacular. <sighs> I've seen some Larry Cohen movies, and yeah, he's a he's a he's a mastermind. Uh, all right, fine. Let's talk about the modern sweet November. Let's talk about the movie we're here to talk about then. No, okay. Uh, it comes care of screenwriter Kurt Vol- Volker. Volker. Mm. Yes. Uh, in his screenwriting debut. Ooh. In the 22 years since that debut, Volker has written and directed a comedy movie called Park and a movie okay. called The Bachelors starring J.K. Simmons. Oh. And he also co-wrote the screenplay for Rock Dog. Here's the premise. When a radio falls from the sky into the hands of a wide-eyed Tibetan mastiff, he leaves home to fulfill his dream of becoming a musician, setting in motion a series of completely unexpected events. And that's it, those three movies. Oh wow! He's like Jonathan Glazer. <laughs> he's like um oh, he's like Shane Carruth. <laughs> and his dog movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! The film is directed by Pat O'Connor, an yes. Irish filmmaker who won a BAFTA for *The Ballroom of Romance*, starring oh. Central Park Birdwoman herself, Brenda Flicker. She went method on that. Fricker, sorry, Brenda Fricker. Great, a lot- in *Home Alone* too. Ah, I see. I was, I was getting worried there. There are a lot of names, once again, Paul, that didn't make any sense to me, and I was panicking. Um, <laughs> Home Alone. I like Home Alone, too. I like Home Alone, too. Who says I don't? She's Donald Trump. <laughs> um, he also directed A Month in the Country, which is an excellent 1987 film where Colin Firth is recovering from the war. Oh, and he adaptation. Goes to an old medieval... Yeah. Of the book, which I read. So, there you go. So there. I... So why don't you shut up, Paul? Okay, you've done a thing. <laughs> I've only seen the movie because I'm a movie man and I've never read a book and I can't read. Don't trust him. Um, yeah, but he goes uh, the the um the guy he meets the sort of mm. you know other recovering soldiers played by Kenneth Branagh in his first role and they oh. fall in love in a kind of way but also the war and also, being British and everything else wall. that you can't talk about. Yeah, the war. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. And yeah. yeah, that guy directed this. Then he met Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you know, 14 years after that, he directed this, and uh, then one other thing in 2012, and that's it. So, oh, this movie took a toll on people. Apparently so. He was making a movie every three years until he met Keanu. God. And then it was uh, three movies every life. Yeah. Ironic. God bless him. He's waiting for the next one, though. Uh, speaking of dear old Canoe, mm-hmm. um, I was going to argue that this period of his life represented a experimental era. But actually, he's kind of always been fucked up in his choices. But nevertheless, mm. after he made The Matrix, he makes The Replacements, a mm. sports comedy, oh, The yeah. Watcher, a serial killer thriller, yeah. The Gift, a Sam Raimi horror film, Hardball, a sports drama comedy, and then this, a romantic uh, well, romantic comedy, would you even say? Like, r- romance drama. I kept going to say rom-com because it felt right and it's, it's snappy, but then... I, it, could, I it sort of it, it failed on the, the the tail end. It was more of like a rom com. I think it's a rom dram. Rom dram, that's it. Yeah, or rom do. An am rom dram. 
or a rondu. <laughs> a do run run. Oh. <laughs> a londu from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> it's, uh, a it's a whole bunch of things. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch. We've got a whole bunch of words that we can say. Scurvy, anything, anything Scur- you like. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't um, give a fuck. I don't trousers. give a fuck about any of this. Yeah. And here, here's more proof. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Uh, she was. This was her second collab with Kia- with Canoe mm. after The Devil's Advocate. Mm. Um, and I thought that was Ashley Judd, but no, it was her. No. That's similar was, entity. Was Ashley Judd not also in The Devil's Advocate? Let's just say wait. yes. I thought, wait, was Charlize Theron playing Canoe's K- wife? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So was Ashley Judd in there elsewhere? I don't know. I was just trying to keep oh. the flame of hope flying. Yeah, we keep oh, flames God, flying I here. So. I know that uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius is... Um, What's his name? Wacking Phoenix's sister from Gladiator is in that movie, and uh, uh, she gets a bit she gets a bit saucy. Ooh, yeah, Connie yeah, Nielsen, good stuff. Yeah, you can see why she was worth fighting an empire over. Yeah, Ashley Judd though. Yeah. Ashley Wouldn't Judd, bother. what's she doing? She's off with Val Kilmer in L.A. organizing bank heists. She's a <sighs> lunatic. Well, I don't trust her. Never have. No, tell you what, else I don't trust is uh, Charlize Theron. She was scoring supporting uh, roles in big movies. And was two years out from Monster, the movie that really made her a leading lady, I yeah, think. Yeah. I wasn't able to find much evidence of her being, you know, the lead before that. Mm. But she's having fun. She says she took on any movie that would let her work with a director she admired or Pat O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> she kept saying that. My God, she did it. <laughs> uh, critics hated it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't write anything for this. Roger. Take our word for it. Ebert, of what the Chicago Sun-Times said. Uh, Sweet November passes off pathological behavior as romantic bliss. It's about two sick and twisted people playing mind games and calling it love. I don't know who I disliked more intensely. <laughs> Keanu Reeves Myself. or you. Yeah. <laughs> or you, dear reader. <laughs> He's so fucking good at film criticism. Yeah, well, he's certainly the most iconic film critic that we have in this uh, podcast. Peter Travers at the Rolling Stones said... <laughs> oh he scampered in on his tiny feet and said, <laughs> um, Travers, says Ebert. <laughs> but he, he jumps. He could, he could do bullet time. You can't catch me, old man Ebert. <laughs> or your shooter. So, <laughs> I'll fuck you Travis up. Said, oh. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, I guess he's right. Travers said, Beware all male viewers who enter here. You're in chick movie hell. Uh-oh. Oh. Jesus. I don't like the sound of that. No. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Like the notebook, but everyone's faces are on fire. The theme going. It's hot here. <laughs> there is a theme going in this episode. It's a hot day in Australia, <laughs> which is why you're getting so many references to flaming, fa- flaming bushes. That's it. <sighs> Christ returns. Yeah. Hark the flaming face. <laughs> well, I tell you who else harked the flaming face, and that was the public, who were inconsolable or incomprehensible or something. Oh no, depends where you, where so, you go for your reviews. It depends where you got it. Well, from Google, we've got Sergio Luz, Ooh. who says Charlize Theron is a pretty face that once in a while picks a good movie. Oh, <laughs> face does that. Keanu Reeves has never been more than a handsome man. The direction <laughs> is regular, but the story is totally and completely predictable. Think of yeah. any cliche you've seen in a simple-minded romantic movie. You find them all in this movie. The direction is regular, Paul. Oh, okay. I Good prefer old... large dire- directing. <laughs> Supersize directing. I mean, they, they, there, is, there is that, definitely. I'm, I'm going to supersize this direction. <laughs> Hang on, Nicolas Cage! And his moustache falls off. <laughs> just... I call this mega directing. 
throws the uh, camera now. in the lake. <laughs> um, do I normally do? Yeah, that'll do. Uh, the film was nominated for three Golden Raspberries, but lost all three. Uh, Charlize Good. Theron lost Worst Actress to um, Mariah Carey in Glitter, the blast from the past. Yeah. And very welcome. But most importantly, Paul, mm-hmm. and I, w- I wonder if you want to retract that good in a moment, because Keanu lost Worst Actor and mm-hmm. the movie lost Worst Picture to Tom Green and Freddie Got Fingered, respectively. I think we've established, you know, having established that Freddie Got Fingered is a dad at his masterpiece, Paul, I, I think it's only right that it, it won the Razzies. Um, because that's what <laughs> I feel like that's its mission uh, complete. You know, it's aim achieved. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not willing to accept that Sweet November is the worst movie of, of this year. <laughs> of this year? Probably not. <laughs> it would be really harsh to judge it as the worst movie of this year. If everyone just voted for the Razzies, put Sweet November in. That would be a real dick move, I think. Jesus, let it drop. Let it drop, mate. Jesus, how long? Why are the Razzies so interested in taking down Keanu Reeves, the best man of all? Best man of of all. (laughs) Doesn't even matter if he's never going to be anything more than a handsome face. Still still lovely. (laughs) But sometimes picks good things. I still love him. And I love Robert Joy, who is a three-man. He looks like the Merovingian, but he's Robert Joy. Uh, He was the cool sniper who licked his um, sights in Land of the Dead. Remember he did the thumb thing? Fantastic, yes. Yeah, and this he's uh, Keanu Reeves' boss briefly at the beginning. Yeah. Um, But he's a three-man because apparently he's in a superhero movie, and I can kind of imagine it in there. I think I might have noticed him. But anyway, and he was in The Goldfinch where he played Welty, the antique shop man. Oh. Well, so he's a foreman. Welty. No, it was a three-man. We didn't do Land of the Dead. We should. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we didn't do Land of the Dead. That's not anything we've ever done. Um, <laughs> I reference it on Quest I Fantastic, it. I think, is, is, is it. And <laughs> podcast just takes up one cell in my brain. That's fine. And it's just all in there. I expect everybody has listened to everything we've done so far. You should be listening in order. There is a spreadsheet available. Yeah, if, for the love of God, if you haven't if you haven't caught up with every single bit of media we've ever done, none of this is oh going to make God. any sense to you. All of this is a cipher. Jesus Christ. Even this, even Sean me F- saying this is a cipher is a cipher. Sean Flo told me that you can't get the old episodes of Cinema Bushido anymore, so if you weren't there for the couple of times we were on it, Jesus, I pity you. Damn, and it's, it's impressive that Sean went out of his way to to find that out for us, but... I, I know. It, I mean, that's better just, man than that's all of us. just testament to how great he is and how much I hate him. <laughs> that's a bit of both Frank Langella is of course a foreman having played officious assholes in Masters of the Universe uh, Junior and Eddie yeah. it's a bit unfair to call Skeletor an officious asshole but it is t- his typical role oh officious I thought you said vicious oh yeah well he's kind of a vicious asshole in all of them as well he's definitely vicious you know, look what he did to Emma Thompson look at Emma Thompson how dare you Frank look, was... look at what's left of Emma Thompson <clears throat> she's a disgrace um, <laughs> what man would love her now? <laughs> Not Frank Mangella, that's for sure. Vicious no, man. He's a hard man. Vicious, vicious man. Speaking of vicious men, Keanu Reeves is a fireman. I was meant to say fireman, but I've written <laughs> fireman, so he's a fireman because he was in Siberia. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was he in? Okay. Siberia. Uh, yes. <laughs> wait. Well Siberia. Fuck. Um, uh, <laughs> Tiberius. Um, oh, what's it called? Is it, is it repl- replicants? Yep, replicas. Replicas, that's it. Thank you. Yep. Um, th- oh, Sweet November. Yep. Two more. Two more. Knock, knock. It's free yep. fucking pizza. Free um, fucking pizza. I kept yelling that to myself throughout this movie. Um, <laughs> and... Until you got pizza. <laughs> <laughs> For fucking free. 
And yeah, I've delivered it. <laughs> I'm not. Com- I'm not complaining. Free fucking pizza. Uh, and. <laughs> And, oh, the Matrix actually. Reloaded. Yeah. Revolutions. Re, re, revolution, yes. Absolutely. Yep. Revolutions. The five stages of Keanu love. <sighs> Filling it in patchwork. Completed into a beautiful pentangle. That's five. What's six? Hexa- hexagon? Yeah. Hex- Hexangle? Hexangle? Whatever. It's going to have a sick form when we eventually do Constantine. <sighs> Was that that badly reviewed? I, I thought so. it was just like, eh, thanks for this film. Uh, well, that'll do. Oh, free to remain. Free in the bush. The film has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score 76, God help us, 84% on Google, what's happening, and made nearly twice its budget back. What do critics know anyway? Nothing. And that's in spite of it opening behind Hannibal, the Chris Rock comedy Down to Earth, and Recess, the movie. (laughs) All fucking titans of cinema. Uh, (laughs) Open behind all of those. So, Paul, you sequined sensation. Hot dog. What's one thing about Sweet November that made you think that life would never be better or sweeter than this? Uh, man, I've got to tell you, Paul, very early on in the movie, Kano, he, he walks up to his multiple TVs in his house. He takes a swig of coffee yes. and looks at his screens, and he looks very, he looks very business. Oh, God, and, this is a businessman, Paul, and I need you to appreciate and respect it. And I, I'm going to appreciate it and respect that respectively. And yeah. you can't have me do that in any other order. And I don't care who that offends. I just, I'm just here to say my piece. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's get into this piece because Cuts. it's it's a breezy opening for sure. Mm. Featuring a song that's definitely not Barbara O'Reilly by The Who. <laughs> definitely confirm De- that. Speaking of things that are unmistakable, we hear Keanu yawning off screen and just immediately it's like, why do I know that's Keanu? <laughs> he knows yawn. How, he knows how to yawn. He spent decades perfecting <laughs> that yawn, mate. <laughs> he lived it. He went method. Top dog, big dog, bad dog. He mumbles something about dogs for a very long time whilst his girlfriend insists that she wants a commitment, but he just wants to work. New horizons in storytelling. <laughs> Please look at my lovely body. I can't. My great body, says Keanu. <laughs> and he's an ad man. Yeah. Ad, a, oh, a, ad a man. Mad I thought he said ab man. Yeah. He's a mad ab ad man. <laughs> ab, 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 ab. <laughs> and he has, a fr- he has a friend, horrible Mark Hamill. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, his boss, the Merovingian, and they all want the big hot dog account. They do. And uh, yeah. HMH is like, mate, I've got to tell you, fucking, we, need, we need that hot dog account. I can't tell you how, how much. Uh, ha- have I gotten across yet that I'm a piece of shit? <laughs> I can't read this. Is English or second language? I mean, this is... Hey, Nelson. Okay. Listen, you're going to love these frames. I took your idea, you know, I ran with it. It's, it's still your idea, it's just it's better. It's going to be very important later. to try harder. But first... He's got to go to the DMV. Oh, oh it's so working class there. Oh, I, I hate it. It's full of absolute twats. It's well, got the pores. <laughs> the poros. Well, and the cores. They're here. They say if you don't turn up and apologize for running down children, then it'll take your license away. Oh, God, this country mm. is really going to the dogs. 
Anyway. And he's going to complete a test, and he bumps into clumsy, eccentric woman, Emma Thompson. Uh, Jamie Lee... Tierra Lee... Uh, oh. Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah, it was Charlize Theron. God. It was Charlize Theron. I thought it was the woman and, from the uh... wrong Missy. <laughs> I love that. Um, he tries to cheat off of her test and gets Theron in trouble. Yeah. He gets it, and he gets a Theron out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're Theroned out of here. You don't say that. I do now. <laughs> you can't drive. Right. No. And this is the way that you... How much do you make a month? Doesn't look like much. I'll cover your expenses. Here. Call my secretary. We'll work it out. This quest for redemption, is it coming from true remorse, or are you just scared my sitting on your car is going to cause a big dent? The dent, I guess. Yeah. Later, he stands in his kitchen looking at a hot dog, and then Franz shows up there and causes a ruckus. Yeah. Well, because he, he refused to give her a lift home because she obviously didn't get a license um, oh, yeah. uh, back from the, D- the DMV, the, the poor shack. So she turns up at his place, woos the, um, woos the doorman. And so to speak. <laughs> terrifies the doorman. Yeah. I mean, yes, that is how she woos. Been a ball, but some of us have to work. Okay, please don't make me throw a tantrum. Hi, would you like to get naked with us? We live here. We have a tub full of fudge and vodka. Ignore her. Come on, it's hey, going to be fun. Ignore her. Come ignore on, her. He's really hey, cute. hey, what are you doing? You know what? You're a flasher. You're a flasher. Mr. It's got to be stopped. Mr. Johnson, no. Mr. Johnson. Don't walk stop. away, I'm gonna Mr. Call the Johnson. Police. I'm going to call the police. They keep flashing Medication. everybody hey, in this building. Hey. She charms her way in. <laughs> And yeah, after a cute little scene of public harassment, she convinces him to drive her to a laboratory where she steals some dogs. Yeah, you know, the, the, the dog kind, not the meat kind that Keanu's trying to sell. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, she's very quirky and righteous. She's so and... kooky, Paul, and I'm just wondering how these two are ever going to get on. I don't know, Paul. It's like he's Dharma <laughs> and she's Greg. So <laughs> she's, And she's Jeffrey. <laughs> it's like she's it's like he's Dharma and she's Seinfeld. So. <laughs> And she's Morse. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> Dharma, don't on stand on the sofa. Where's the bloody girl? <laughs> I assume that's what happens in Morse. It's not... Yeah. Not I don't know. It's much. been a murder. Taggart, get out of here. Or Cracker, <laughs> cracker whichever same. one it was. It's the Avengers of um, British investigators. References of niche British references. And I'm all for it. I love it, mate. But yeah. He drops um, her off. Yeah. And he has, um, he pretty clearly, um, you know, plainly turns her down. Uh, so she threatens to ruin his reputation some more if he doesn't come up to her flat. So it's good stuff. Mm, it's Keanu Reeves getting pressured into sex a genre at this stage. I've, if you, like, you've got to make it happen one way or another with Keanu Reeves. And um, people just <laughs> want to see nice. the magic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he does that. But it's the, it, the next day, it's the big meeting. And Keanu talks about hot dogs some more. And I really just wish this would be the movie. But it turns out that Dr. Diggity Dog himself uh, is, gonna, is here and is going to say no to the plan to sell greasy, salty pork meat as an erotic food <laughs> item for sexually active preteens. Which is a shame, really. Um, especially because <laughs> it looks like Michael Keaton and Bruce Willis and he has, <laughs> he has both of their charms all mixed up in a horrible, chaotic rumble. But, um... Like modern Bruce Willis. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't go for the hot dogs. Keanu Reeves flips out and... Um... Yeah, tries to beat him up and so he gets fired and is. What? His liar, liar, mum, girlfriend leaves him. Which is, which is ridiculous and unfair. Yeah, it is. The only thing that could make this situation worse is if a box of dogs showed up. Oh, guess what, mate? fucking hell. What are the chances? Are you listening, God? Farron! 
He takes her dog back, and she takes his dog. He does. She doesn't like it rough, and so he loses patience with her and storms out. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when people's trying to tell me not to do bad things in sex. That's all I've got. <laughs> I, I just wanted to grab your balls. So <laughs> she does gradually convince him to come in and finish having sex with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bullshit, uh, though. Fine, I've got a stiffy still. Mm, might as well use it. The <laughs> next morning, it's a very charming film. Next morning, <laughs> oh, thank fuckity fuck, here's Jason Isaacs with a Scottish accent. Life's good. Uh, playing you and McGregor. It must be November. I must be November. Nelson. Hey, Nelson. How are you? I'm Chaz. Hey. You know what? Keep this way shut. Looks better on you. Lovely. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's, it's a fucking island in the sun, mate. And oh. kind of gets all jealous because Jason Isaacs is so good. Um, but, you know, no time to worry about that. You've got to come meet my quirky kid neighbor. Zoinks. Yeah. <laughs> Abner. Abner. Well, at, at, at this point, they've, they've had a, they've had a conversation of um, Charlize Theron has has said, oh, yeah. "Look, I'm I'm sorry about Theron throwing you out, but I've got a I've I've got a proposition for you, me, <laughs> brand uh, cocker chumpy. November, November, right? It's going to be November, or it is November. Yeah. I don't really pay attention because I'm so kooky. But I could save you from this piece of shit <gasps> life that you hate, um, which you do hate because you're a piece of shit. Trust me. Uh, interested? You hate it? No. Please, no. Please." Right, I'll murder your family member. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, okay, cool, cool. Didn't your family member that you have. <laughs> so, yeah, that, so Sorry, he, he agrees. And, well, he agrees initially to spend the day with her, so they go get mm. poodles! Something that you heard When you were sleeping left you shaking While he stirred Oh, hear the romantic folk song as they run on the beach And, um, oh, she's yeah. so free, Paul. Just cartwheels. It's in slow motion. I've never seen... Do you know what? I'm just going to pause the podcast here. I've never seen anyone do a cartwheel in real life. I don't believe this is a thing. (laughs) This is just Hollywood Hollywood flim-flam. Hollywood wants you to believe cartwheels are a thing, but they're just in the pocket of Big Wheel. Yeah, exactly. Who's pushing the carts, Paul? Who's pushing the carts, listeners? Who's pushing those carts? Get back on your spokes, Shalice Ferrand. So... (sighs) She explains anyway, that all her previous relationships have actually been life coaching slash therapy sessions where for one month she fixes all of their problems and also has sex with them. A man wrote this. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, codependency, says Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I can, I can get on board with that. Brilliant. Co- codependency with immediate rejection and abandonment. I'm on board. <laughs> so forget I that when I do but... Keanu, I'm doing blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. And again, listeners, if you haven't listened to every single thing we've done so far, <laughs> none of this is going to make any sense. Um, We're done talking down to you. So <laughs> the next sheep. day, they take the they take the tram. Oh god, he's on the tram. I'm thinking about speed. Paul, I want to watch Speed. Help me. <laughs> you can't, Paul. Paul. Remember what I said. You can't watch Speed again until you give me back my child. <laughs> you can't watch Speed all day. So, <laughs> that's what they um, said. My career advice. <laughs> you can't uh, watch Speed all day. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I proved them wrong. Uh, and yeah, so they're on the tram with all the paws. And Keanu Reeves doesn't even mind anymore. Could be because Charlie yeah. Strong gave away all the clothes that he bought with his money and, and gave him a, uh, like a hoodie. Jason Isaac's hoodie, no less. So no wonder he's feeling inferior. So you know it's been fucked in. So they oh, go yeah. to the and docks up. and that kooky boy is there. What's his name? Mildred? <laughs> it's Abner. Abner, that's it. 
He says his name out loud, and all the kids, all the kids are already picking on him. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, this guy's oh. from out of town. Don't you listen to him, shitty butt stick. <laughs> you find your own path. <laughs> you find your own ugly path, fuckface. Um, one, I, I think one of the kids. Basically, they've got an, a, 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 like a remote uh, motorized boat. No, like a remote control yeah. boat race uh, to be had on the cards. And I think one of the kids, in criticizing his boat, says. That looks like the Wicker Man's dinghy, and I and, and it's not. <laughs> what is it, Wicker Man's dinghy? Because <laughs> the flag itself has loads of like pagan-esque suns and, and nature, right? On it. And <laughs> it's like the Wicker Man's dinghy is a great insult. <laughs> you look like the fucking Wicker Man's dinghy, mate. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Christ, mate. But yeah, it's a good thing the kid's obviously going to win and prove the bullies wrong. This is orig- as original as Avatar Two. But wait, there's a twist. Reeves pays a local hobbyist to ruin the race and those boys' lives. Reeves uses his sliminess for good. An interesting yeah. subversion. Suck it, Cameron. Yeah, suck it, everyone. Charlie Every points out that <laughs> Every single... I know f- I can think of four Camerons off the top of my head and I'm willing for all of them to go hang. Yeah. And I... Um, uh, Charlie Theron rightly points out, but very rich coming from her, that this is a very weird psychopathic way of dealing with this. And he just goes, <laughs> no, it's not shut up. And that's Did you try throwing puppies at your problem? But <laughs> then Mark Hamill calls to say that he's got a big meeting with Richard Nixon, so he's got to come do that. Oh, and fuck. we have a scene of uh, Reeves and Theron. Um, yeah, that's it, talking in the street after the race. But the movie gets bored of it and fades out before their dialogue has ended. <laughs> About halfway through the movie, guys. And if only James Cameron could do that. But he can't because he's <laughs> a coward. He could have cut an hour out of Avatar. Oh, and left two and a half. Fuck me, that was long. Uh, Keanu <laughs> talks about wanting to be a singer when he was a kid and I get light up because I know that means we're going to get a song from him yeah. at the end <laughs> but how cruel a reason to keep watching damn you <laughs> but there's a pretty woman scene Mark Hamill bumps into Keanu whilst he's out with the family oh, well. and he sucks but quite efficiently oh my god somebody went domestic on me okay oh, okay wow no, I, I get it all makes sense mystery woman Unveiled, and where, uh, what is this place? What kind of bohemian backwater is it? Do they read poetry here? Sarah Vince. Vince? Sarah. Hey. Very nice to, to meet you. Oh, uh, that's my good friend, um, uh. Wait, I can't remember her name? Oh, she, she doesn't care if I remember her name as long as I remember to pick up the check, right? <laughs> we all, we all get, we should all go out sometime, get drunk and nasty. What do you say? <laughs> hey, uh, quick order, uh, one cappuccino to go. Uh, quick answer, no quick orders. Okay. Well, we love this place. We'll be back every day. Like I know, t- I know guys who would take twice as long to be half as obnoxious. That's true. And through cowardice, they'd hide that behind a wall of of charm, or at the very least, sleaze. Yeah. And he just yeah, he just, just comes instantly out instantly unlikable. He's he's, he's 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 on the clock, mate. <laughs> he's. I've, I've already told you. Six other dinners, <laughs> <laughs> including my own. And um... <laughs> and he just throws it across the room. That's that done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves tries to defend him. It doesn't go too well. Um, yeah. Well, and, they calm and, down. Yeah. They've got to calm down by going have a nice bath together. But Oscar oh, Isaac, Oscar Isaacs, Oscar Isaacs is here. Jesus, no. he's here. Hey, can I? Is there? Can I? Can I crash here? No, you got to <laughs> stop playing such an outdated mode of music. And <laughs> he runs he off, off, and um, Jason Isaacs comes in. Yeah. And um, oh, I feel so threatened by him. He better be gay. All right, they're going to his house. Okay, we're doing that again. <laughs> Fuck me, 90s and noughties. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
What is wrong with you? You've met Chaz. This is Cherry. Enchanté. Oh, watch the nails. Very, uh, pink flamingos. Oh my god! Sweetheart! He says a lot like Divine! But, but, I do, I, I, I will, I got the impression, at least, that this was not laughing at it in the way that we're meant to be I laughing at Lee Schreiber. I can't tell. <laughs> That's the problem. It's well, a they... usual fantastic game yeah. of what do you want me to be feeling right here, movie. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I just took one look at Kaney when he turns on the TV and starts looking at adverts and like the dull, dead inside expression that he's wearing and think, yeah. okay, I think these people are meant to represent joy and freedom. Um, yeah, maybe, but there's still the still... way in of laughing at them, yeah. I think. The, the reveal, the surprise reveal I could imagine, mm. which plays out to so much silence and reaction shots from Keanu. You know it's because they expect the audience to be pissing themselves by the fact that by the oh by the way those who are not gifted with having watched this movie watched this movie, yeah. um, Jason Isaacs is in a a, a wig and sort of a yeah. dress and presenting as female, and indeed yes. presenting as female with a female alter ego. So it's like yes. either drag performance or some other form of gender gender fluidity yeah. Yeah. that um, he slash she is embracing. And but, yeah, but, yeah. But anyway, the the, the, the like. The, a, a lot of that scene is is how look how stiff and oh d- d- uh, well stiff uh, mm. Keanu Reeves is all this his him specifically not even his his character him he hates it, it. but it but, can like, be read that way yes um, yeah but we're still in the joked period of the episode Paul so let's move on okay yes uh, <laughs> yes Keanu yeah finds out that he's a big shot ad man and that goes nowhere and means nothing <laughs> then Fallon finds yeah. out that Isaac has been talking to her sister. Can't wait to find uh, out what that beef is. It goes nowhere and does nothing. So <laughs> she's mad uh, because Reese is going off to meet Richard Nixon. Oh, yeah. She doesn't want him planning for his future or doing things that might improve his career. Mm. I hope she ruins it. But it's better than that because instead of her showing up and ruining the meeting, he's a cartoon asshole who considers free time to be a new age bull- bullshit. Yeah. And waitresses to be the actual scum of the earth. Because if you're worried about quality of life or paternity leave or any of that other new age crap much as I like you, we can stop right here. I want to be your full-time commitment. You know, sweetie, we are what we do in this world, and you're a waitress. All that requires is that you bring the food and the drink to and from the table without making a mess. That's it. So when you screw up something as incredibly simple as that, doesn't say a whole hell of a lot about you, does it? Which, you know... Maybe they felt like a flight of fancy in the in uh, two thousand and one. <laughs> Today, it's good to be confronted with the very worst in, um, example of this thing. Otherwise, the decision <laughs> might have been complex, and we mustn't have that. We don't. We really so, don't want that. This is not that kind we really of thing. We don't want that. We need this guy to be literally eating a dog when we meet him. So, Reeves, who for a moment looks as though he's trying to express his uh, quiet contempt for Nixon, and looks like he might just channel John Wick, but he doesn't shoot him several times in the head. Mm. He just storms out. He does storm out, but he says no, and that's important. If he, he storms says, out without saying no, then that's very that's confusing more than anything. Yeah, that's mixed signals. He might just storm back in on Monday for, for work. <laughs> but no, he goes off and he buys a flower and some flowers and more flowers and gets a cabbie to crank the Enya because he's going to win back. Um, Jolly's for all. Yeah. She'll be wet as, mate. And, uh, <laughs> but it, but it, it works. Hooray! And then um, some other stuff happens. He more goes stuff, outside. Little, 
little Timmy proposes to Keanu as we all wish we could. Yeah. And he says no. He turns him down, but he does um, offer to go with him to a father's picnic instead, which might be. Oh, it's not a picnic, is it? It's just a day in a class. It's, it's a father son day thing. And he does promise Paul, which in Hollywood terms means that it's, it's going to go badly. But it doesn't. He's, really. It doesn't. Because... Yeah, it goes fine. Yeah. And then you never yeah. see the kid again. It's great. Yeah. So, <laughs> but having seen the kid get rejected for a marriage proposal, though, he decides he might go get rejected himself and goes proposes yeah. to Ferron, uh, which doesn't go well. So. No, because, doesn't go well uh, the reason it reasons. doesn't go well is because her terrible illness has caught up with her in the last hour, and she's all sickly yeah. and weak now so with the yeah. cancer. Yeah, which is, you know, bad. Yeah. But anyway, leading next cause scene. Of, leading but... cause of death in movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, it, like... John Wick is. So... <laughs> yeah, she's in and death. here we've got she's a very... paradox. She's very, very sick. Uh, immaculately yeah. made up, but very, very sick. Oh yeah, and uh, she convinces him to uh, bust her out of hospital. It's the best thing for her. Fuck and yeah. uh, this this must be that hospital from Steel where you can just walk out with a female patient in cup. <laughs> More power to you, mate. That way, that way to the escalator. <laughs> uh, sir, can you use the uh, carrying a woman out of in the um, hospital entrance, please? And it's a sign with that. With Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. <laughs> he's there. He's welcoming people on. He's not got much going on nowadays. <laughs> Um, and Ugh. yeah, so look, she loves life, Paul. Um, oh, Kanye says it. this to Jason Isaac. So I've never, I've never met anyone who loves life quite this much. Yeah, but, but why on the she, beach? Yeah, and and you know, this is her way of Im- imposing uh, control on her chaotic life. Uh, yeah, and as is the building the, a legacy. The, yeah, of, of, of the woman who helped many men. Um, yeah. be that weird for her and then get dumped <laughs> and then. Yeah, <laughs> that weird chick who broke all our hearts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love her. Gotta love her. There's some serious thinking done to Semenya, and uh, he remembers all the good times that he had with her in previous montages. <laughs> and so do we, by proxy. Yeah. And, and he then it gets tricky just... because yeah. she's fallen for him too now, which is very sweet. Yeah. Uh, and she's not sure whether to have Keanu about while she's all sick and that. But yeah, Oscar, I- Oscar Isaac says that she. Um, <laughs> Please she's let me stay I- here. Please. Please, for the love of God, I need someone to play folk music. <laughs> Um, but Jason Isaac says um, that she should that she, you know she should take him back. So I'll tell you yeah. what you do: you should wait for him to barge into your house dressed as Santa with a bubble machine and a dishwasher and a sack, so that um, <laughs> you know everyone can abandon their dinner and Keanu can fuck a dying woman near a turkey. Romance! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> oh, but the movie's getting boring, so I think we should Iris transition for the only time in the movie and have Reeves just somehow singing on a stage and. <laughs> When he gets when they get home, he's vandalized her apartment with calendar. <laughs> to, to to truly make it look like uh, the 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 brains the, the like the joint brains of these two the psychopaths, um, <laughs> and and she's all for it. She she is properly wet inside as the cabbie promised, and uh, yep. she... <laughs> he drives by and winks. <laughs> the sad thing is, I am also wet on the inside, and he, and, and they they make love. In the morning, Keanu yeah. wakes up as she's trying to th- fuck off. She's trying to throw on a, throw on herself yeah. out. Really badly um, relieved, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she does still have concerns, though. I was just expressed for a hilariously solemn look that she gives to the mid-distance whilst they're having sex. <laughs> Poignant sort of, oh. No! What was that? <laughs> oh. No, Wait, this is so good. Don't all women do that when they climax? <laughs> oh, no! So, yeah, she still wants to go. Uh, yeah. So she leaves, and he chases after her. And um, I really hope that the solution to this is another speech. Remember me, remember me as I was, Keanu. Oh, good. 
<laughs> so he agrees that sick people should isolate themselves away from their loved ones and any chance at life so as not to ruin their legacy. Mm. Hide your vulnerabilities, people, and push those old I- women out to sea on icebergs. I thought she was going to see her family. She is going to see her family, so she'll lock herself away there. And it'll all be good stuff, so as not to bother. The young... It's essentially the same thing. The old's like, it, the ill. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. And the poor. <laughs> and the poor. And the poor, most of all. And that's yeah. it. Keanu goes off to, I don't know, what, what's the next movie after this one? Matrix um, Re- Reloaded? That happens immediately after. <laughs> in the same universe. Because I wish I was in Siberia. And he looks at the camera. <laughs> and then waits for coming years. 2019 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was i think sweet november was what it was i've been told it was sweet november yeah yeah pretty much identical yeah. what'd you make of it my sweetest friend let me tell you what i my thought about sweet boy. november oh okay now paul but now goodman now solstice in this, on this podcast, we watch a lot of movies, don't we? Don't we? We watch a lot of movies on this podcast. One a week or so. At One, least I do. You do now, yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I, I've, I've chickened out. I've got the P, like, the P sick note. Um, <laughs> you did send a note, <clears throat> folks. <laughs> wrote it from, like, in my father's hand, um, which is ironic <laughs> because he has no hands. And <clears throat> he, um, great and in it, he explained that I, you know, I can't take the, the thrill of watching all these movies every week. And when we watch all these movies every week, some of them are... Uh, hilarious. Some of them are oh, yeah. weird. Some of them are baffling. Yes. Some of them are downright yes. egregious and grating. Mm-hmm. And Sweet November w- was not the latter. It, it, okay. it, f- for me, it was it was not a painful, infuriating, or annoying watch. Um, no, I'd go along with that. It was. It's a deeply, deeply flawed movie. Um, mostly mm. because, I, ironically, it's not deep at all. It's very, very surface level. Everything is just in aid of a by-the-numbers plot. But at the same time, getting to see Keanu Reeves, Charlize Theron, and Jason Isaacs on screen for as much as I did was just Mm. lovely. I I, I really enjoy every second any of those people were on screen. Um, (laughs) That's a lot of the movie. Which is a lot of the movie. Most of it. That's an awful lot of the movie. There was a subplot involving Mara Wilson that we didn't cover at all, but most of the movie involves those three guys. That's how Guys. she came, came to be called Kara Mara. But, um, <laughs> it's a backstory. Yeah. Although, although I believe it was Kate Mara that happened to, but nevertheless, it's... Um, I don't care. Actually, I think it was Rooney Mara that happened to, <laughs> the injustice. But, you know, it's all in here. Yeah, uh, and, and, and it's pretty fascinating. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just had a lot of... It was just really nice to sit back and watch those three people be lovely. And even though, um, you know, two of them at least were playing absolute lunatics. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Keanu Reeves playing twatty fuckhead is just... <laughs> Jason Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Bateman? I think I'm pretty yeah. sure I meant Patrick. Yeah. But also that Jason piece of Bateman. shit, Jason Bateman. We're coming for you, George. So, but yeah, it, <laughs> it like he was still charming because he was animated, you know, like, re- uh, like especially relatively. <laughs> in, that, in that Keanu Reeves way, yeah. he was animated. Yeah. Like he had it... had a very strong coffee that morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> It's lovely. It's just lovely to see. And, and you know, Charlize Theron had some genuinely charming moments in there, and Jason Isaacs just fucking mm. oozed the stuff. Um, well, he's Jason Isaacs. He Jason Isaacs. just nice off. to have him not Even threatening Michael you. Even Michael Bay can't turn that off. Yeah, it's true. He tries. Yeah. Can we switch, switch. that off, Jason? <laughs> he did what? genuinely direct him to, to act less, if I remember correctly, based on a, <laughs> a, a story told by Mr. Isaacs himself. 
Jesus, I, th- I think that point was brought up in Film Tool Combat. Again, listeners, can't stress this everything. enough. Everything. have to. Everything. Everything we've ever said has led up to this moment. <laughs> if we you're need not consuming it. Here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. What did I think? Well, I fa- no, I didn't find it grating or annoying. I found yeah. it quite dull. Okay. Because, like you say, it's very shallow, very cliched. Mm. Um, I'm always out of my depth when it comes to bad romance movies because... When you're watching the bad example of a genre film, you have to yeah. love the core dynamic of that genre. Yeah. You know, you can enjoy a decent action scene even in a movie with no emotional investment. Yeah. You know, not as much as when you do have those things, but you can still get something out of it. I yeah. can enjoy a scare sequence if it's well done in an otherwise dull horror film. Yeah. So, in considering the core of the romantic movie, I think the the real thrill of it of a romance movie is seeing characters grow closer, learn about each other, and then have drama with each other within yes. their relationship and overcoming it or succumbing to it. Both, you know, fun. Um, yeah. So, do you enjoy a bad instance of that? Like, can you just enjoy, you know, finding out that Farewell is dying, you know, and just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, it just exhausted me because it made me think about how much runtime was left. It's like, oh Jesus, we're still gonna do a whole cancer subplot. Like, yeah. For some people, it'll be enough. Like, even if you don't give a shit about the characters, you'll get something out of. Mm. Oh God, he got the secretary pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's True. crazy. It's, and it's all very surf- surface level, twisty stuff. Yeah. Um. Yes, uh, and it introduces a twist just about when it's run out of ways to explore yeah. its core premise, which it doesn't seem to have much faith in. No, and, and it is because a lot of the characters' actions—they're so. They're so extreme and mm. so they're just the most extreme examples of these archetypes. And yeah. it, almost, it almost feels like a spoof in some places or satire in some places because of that. Yeah. And a lot of their dialogue sequences where they're talking to each other, it's quite expository. It's quite, yes. yeah, here's yeah. what's happened in my life so far and here's previous things. And, you know, it's not, there's not a yeah. lot of just being together being cute and mm. building that relationship except for these you know montages that were called perfect heaven what was it heavenly bodies where they're just frolicking on the beach oh. the gym one yeah falling yeah, in yeah. love with <laughs> Susie banya again everything everything you should have heard <laughs> oh fuck the ladder song you, you gotta you need this oh you, god you need heavenly bodies it's, it's vital to understanding any of this in us but yeah and yeah. And, and it's also not being a connoisseur of the romance genre mm. you know like the the romance movies i know and love are the like some of some of them i'm going to bring up in the one better thing are the oh sure the the the, the tragic more like uh, r- romance romance dramas as an afterthought i suppose um yeah. and so I'm, I'm not an expert and going into this it didn't in one way i think i'd have found it more painful to watch something that was more conventionally a romance movie okay. um because with the, all the 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 tropes like way more heavily leaned on than in this whereas this was so breezy with it the central attraction for me was just watching these three people to the point that when it got yeah. to the the cancer subplot i was still you know i was still very aware of the fact that it was surface level and had nothing yeah. to offer and it was just another plot point to breeze past well it is always the point in a romantic movie where you introduce the serious bit, you know, the yeah. illness, yeah, for often sure. an illness, yeah. you know. And you're, and you're expecting yeah. it, and, it, and, it's, and it's, yeah. in this movie it's dealt with, with an impressive amount of glibness, and yeah. 
Um, but because of my enjoyment watching these three people on screen, I was I was invested just if nothing else to see where the story went. Um, so whilst I thought, hey, two hours is an awfully long time for this um, at the beginning, mm. and I think I sent you a message about twenty minutes in where <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah. Jesus, this is going to drag. I was I was yeah. along for the ride. That's good. Uh, after that, yeah. So that is good. I, I did positive. find it dragged a fair amount once it started entering like its fifth montage of them being together. <laughs> but no, I think the star power is definitely an aspect of a romance movie because you know mm. there's always like two big leads. Mm. You know, I recently I had a revelation last year when I went and saw uh, what was it called Ticket to Paradise, the one with George Clooney and um, Julia Roberts going to their Maybe. kids Caitlin Dever's wedding in okay. like the South Pacific somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it and I got it. I got why it was something people would watch. It was yeah. a nice location, which you also have here, San Francisco. Um, two big stars doing comedy, which, mm-hmm. you know, they're likable enough. You can, you get the idea they're charisma, although I will say, I love Keanu. You know I love Keanu. Oh, yeah. I love Keanu, but I don't know if he was right for this role. <laughs> I don't know if it was quite appropriate no. because you need someone a bit more dynamic. And this was, yeah. I think, a period where... Even Keanu himself maybe didn't quite understand his immense charm. Yeah. A a very particular kind of charm that needed the right vehicle to really bring it out. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I can see, in the same way I can see why people like Ticket to Paradise, I can see people would like this, but I think even it stands in as being a little inferior to that because it didn't have the same fun and games as that movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It really doesn't take the time to go into anything that would distinguish it. Yeah. Yeah, but it is quite breezy. It is also a remake of a 1968 film, which I alluded mm. to, which I decided to also watch. Oh, okay. And I- Get that one back, you scamp. Oh, I've got to say, it's really good. <laughs> it's yeah. much more prominently a comedy. Like, right away, okay. it's quippy, it's dialogue it's fun. Mm. The lead character, Newly, is just very fun, mm, like, on the okay. bench of her. And because it's a zany 60s comedy, it's a lot more explicable why they get together. Because it's yeah, just okay. like, yeah, why not? You know, it's yeah. just there. It's yeah, a fun okay. little premise. Also, he would like to have sex with her. She's attractive. <laughs> and so yeah. he agrees in order to get some sex and then okay. ends up falling for her, which feels like a fairly straightforward way of doing this yeah. rather than having her have to keep pestering him because it's immediate. And that's, yeah. oh God. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll get ahead of myself. The scene, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. And then it pivots to sweet. And it's actually really effective. The scene uh, where he finds okay. out that she's dying is played completely straight, and I mm. thought it was great. I can't bring myself to ask you any direct questions. All right, Charlie. Is she a... She's very ill. Obviously, she's very ill. I mean, anyone can tell that. I mean, a man would have to be blind. Charlie, Sarah, she's temporary. She doesn't have much time. Oh, God in heaven. Oh, no. Oh, Alonzo. It really got me. And the prospect that their time is going to run out is ever-present. And then December starts looming, and you actually start to feel that jealousy because she starts to talk about December. You know the the yeah. next guy, and like uh, you really start to feel it. And it's 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 bothering. You know, it kind of gets under the skin. And yeah. they like each other from the off, which seems crazy to say, but they do. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, she doesn't wear him down. And things only happen once. She convinces him once. He agrees yeah, to okay. stay once. They are happy once. They yeah. split up once. They get back together once. Yeah. And fuck me, the 2001 movie just kept doing the same stuff. They kept yeah. revisiting the same scenes. And it's like, were you afraid of not getting to two hours for some reason? 68 movies, what? 90 minutes. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's an hour 45, which is okay. still long for a movie of its type. But That's, that's no. about right, though. That's what I'd expect, yeah. I think. Yeah, mm. I do remember thinking, God, how many times is, is he going <laughs> to say, I don't yeah. want to be a part of this anymore, and she's going to have to run after him and convince him again? I know. It's, it's always like, like one character convincing another character to do the movie is my least favorite <laughs> thing in movies. Yeah. It's all the time in every genre. It's just like, no, just stay in this magical fun house full of ghosts. I promise it'll be worth it. And it's like, <laughs> I really feel I should go and do my taxes. Ugh, why is this the first 20 minutes of every movie? Yeah. Do it once, Ugh. give me a good reason to get on board. It's a, it's a good reason, you know, for him to lose his job and, and his girlfriend and, and, you know, hit rock bottom. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, drinking a beer on my own, are you happy? <laughs> you know, for yeah. him to then go, fine, you know, what have I got to lose? I might as well but, have a month for sex with this woman I'm attracted yeah. to. But then they yeah. had, God, this, m- the most uncomfortable aborted yes. sex scene where he's just, try- <laughs> he's just trying to get he's it out. He's grabbing and, at her. Yeah. Yeah, God. And, and, and it's like, no, slowly. And it's like, oh my God. And, and, he, and he comes across like an absolute fucking sex offender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and his, his, his justification for his flip out is like, you're trying to tell me what to do in the sack. Yeah. Like, I.e. Oh. not come on too strong. And it's like, oh yeah. my God. But yeah, the characterization is much better in 68 too. Like, yeah, Newly changes quite subtly and you see... You see Dennis, the, the lady, uh, her defences fall away as she falls for him because she starts yeah. off very businesslike. Yeah. But then she starts to actually get into him. And yeah. And the best part is the ending because okay. it's indicative of the overall problem with the new movie, I think. Mm. Um, it's just about the central premise. They don't throw <laughs> in lots of puppies and orphans and that, that whole kid's uh, subplot isn't in there. Um, <sighs> so wo- so pointless. A, so pointless. It's a fleeting love affair coming mm. to an end but learning to appreciate it whilst it lasts. Mm. And in the end, she doesn't go off to die with her family and therefore maintain her sort of almost virginal kind of purity to him and commitment to him. You know, in the original movie, she loves him, he loves her, but she's dying. Mm. There's no future for them. So she kicks him out and moves on to December. Wow. And it's actually great. And I teared up. Yeah, I I teared up in the scene where, because December shows up and his floor... And the floors are cuter in the original movie. His floor is he's really clumsy. And she wants to mm. teach him not to be so clumsy. Oh. She's, it, like, she's keeping a file on each guy. She's got a filing cabinet. Yeah. And Newly breaks in and opens it up and hears her voice saying, um, he moved in last night. The first night was um, as expected. No surprises. And he's like, no surprises. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cute. Yeah. And yeah, December just fucking shows up and he's bumping into shit in the background and he's doing like comedy business. But in the foreground... They're just staring at each other. God. They can't say anything. And yeah. like, I think it ends with him just with December just saying, um, anyway, uh, this is a little embarrassing. Maybe I should wait outside. And Newly just says, no, no, no. You stay. Wow. I'm eating into your time. Wow. Okay. It's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That, that, it's almost unfair to watch the 68 movie because this movie has to obviously stand on its own two feet. But mm. yeah, it was. But it sounds like a. Uh, good thing that you took the time to watch it because it sounds like an a- yeah. actually uh, meaningful film. 
it uh, really it really got me and yeah. I, I like it a lot so yeah it's but it just shows there's length there's energy in this premise yeah and you just had to play it the right way and i feel like they just made it a little too schmaltzy but yeah like very say, much smoothed out it didn't drag yeah. it smoothed out but it didn't drag maybe that's yeah. why because it's so smooth um <laughs> <laughs> it didn't drag and i do love these leads all three yeah. and i think we should quick fire some stuff we like yeah i've got a fair list so I'll, I'll me too actually through. okay quick fire Here's some lines from Keanu. See if you can find any of your own and yours. Um, Dr. Diggity Dog. <laughs> Come on, it's Dr. Diggity. It's practically an American institution. American institution. Dr. Diggity. Yeah, it's a hot dog. Hot <laughs> now, dog. Hot dog. Now listen up, Moonbeam. Now listen up, Moonbeam. <laughs> <laughs> you hate dogs. Busted. <laughs> Um, they want a hot dog. It's a hot dog. A hot dog. In the presentation room, tearing it down. It's a hot dog. 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 Dr. Diggity. It's a hot dog. Stop saying it. Um, is this quest for redemption coming from a real place or worry that my sitting here will cause a dent in your car? The dent. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, when he gets threatened to be fired and he just laughs, that <laughs> Keanu laugh, and says, That's hilarious. Yeah. Are you threatening me? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm two Cleos ahead of the game, Ray. I'm two Cleos ahead of the game, Ray. Mwah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, Amazing, thank you, Keanu. Uh, uh, people tend to enjoy what they're really good at. Yeah, fuck me. What a twatty <laughs> thing to say. It's amazing. Well, yeah, completely untrue. I enjoy video games, sports, sex. <laughs> I've got uh, his monotone counting, but I don't know what that's in relation to. Hide and seek. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's mm. it. No, because it's not just counting. He says one, two, three. I'm gonna get you. Four, five, <laughs> yeah. six. I know where you are. Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> One, two, three, I'm gonna get you. Four, five, six, I know where you are. Seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. Amazing. His marry okay. me speech. Um, when, oh, yeah. and when he's just going, marry me. And then he, he drops his phone <laughs> in the sink. And then he turns back to Charlie Theron with that fucking yeah. beautiful face. Marry oh, me. So and then his watch. Plonk. Marry me. It's... <laughs> marry me. What? Will you marry me? Marry me. Marry me, Sarah. Same way every time. Could have been the same sample. Loved it, and Beautiful. I love him. I love him. And then finally, after she, accuse, she accuses him of not enjoying his work, he says something that I found impossible to hear, and I went back a couple of times, but it is in perfect Keanu cadence. Whatever it is he says, I'll sound oh, okay. it. It's just something like, I admitted nothing. I was silent. Perfect Keanu rhythm, like, but I have no idea what he was saying. It's like lost in translation. You're never going to know. <laughs> the mystery of that line. <laughs> um, when he and HMH are going up in the elevators at the beginning of the movie and they both come out at the same time from different yeah. elevators. They're on the phone to each other and they, they walk oh, up yeah. next to each other and yes. they're still on the phone. And HMH goes, uh, he, he says, well, he, he's saying that like, what we want is a promotion and he goes oh what we want is a check N nelson as he realizes that he's walking yeah, alongside yeah. him it's good good double take it's a good double take it's a good double take. Ugh. 
Um, Edgar Price is... Oh, that's it. Um, so they're, they're in his office, and Keanu mm. opens a newspaper headline. There's a picture of some guy on it with the headline, he's back, with multiple <laughs> A's. And the second he opens it, his friend is saying, hey, Edgar Rice is coming out of retirement. <laughs> and it's just the timing of it. It was so, like, the movie is just going to hit you in the face with this piece of information. <laughs> it was really quite amusing. Oh, good stuff. No respect for your audience whatsoever. Um, uh, Charlize Theron turns up at Kanu's house. Uh, apartment mm. block to start harassing him um he goes how did you find me i'm smart <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh yeah uh, good good flat no response needed no response invited <laughs> um the assistant's very cool top was very 90s she's wearing mm. his assistant is wearing a top and it's like text but like with weird swirls and designs oh, on nice. it that felt very much like the cover of the in uh, the inlet notes inside of an album. Inside of the Hackers soundtrack. <laughs> exactly, mate. <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller's signature at the bottom. <laughs> this, this is from JLM to you. Matthew uh, Lillard has fucked it. Oh, it's a given nowadays, which is a sad thing. You don't take it for granted. No, you do take it for granted, but you shouldn't. And he's out <laughs> to remind everybody that you shouldn't. Um, when when Charlize Theron does one of her many crimes... Uh, she steals all the puppies from the place. <laughs> the alarm was timed relatively well to the music, I found. And I found that pleasing. Ah. Well, you've got to enjoy that. What's the opposite of dissonance? Dissonance. Sonance. You've got to enjoy that sonance. <laughs> sonance. Sonance. Consonance. <laughs> Commensurance. Oh, look, Shalice Farron has a lovely smile. And, oh, she uh, does, Paul. Just enjoyed it a lot mm. when it was happening. Well, let, um, Got those dimples. Well, I'm going to jump ahead, Paul, at 1.05 Ooh. and 24 seconds-ish. Oh, after the very, very good Jason Isaacs appearance um, mm. in, 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 in the bath, I think, Charlize Theron has a fantastic laugh. It's like a... <laughs> like breathing into it, and it's one step away from a snort, and it's so charming it. and very, very good, very believable. Love that. Mm. Mm-mm. God, I love that. Uh, right, Keanu acting with a hot dog in the kitchen. And uh, also, the hot dog he had looked quite nice but to my eyes. Mm. It's a big, meaty dog. Yeah, it, it no, didn't look thing. quite so much like it was made from newspaper and arseholes, did it? <laughs> no, it looked very thick. And I'm not a fan of a frankfurter. Here in mm. England, often the hot dog people have a choice between a frankfurter or an actual sausage. Mm. And the actual sausage is going to beat the ass of the frankfurter every fucking time. Absolutely, because but... it has things in it. Yeah, this yeah. frankfurter, quite nice. Yeah, is it like yeah, a frankfurter? Unless I'm getting it from an Eastern European country. Oh yeah, y- you know, in a bun that's a fifth of the size. Not interested. Yeah, from Frankfurt. Frankfurt, the man who lives. He he lives in Frank. He lives in um, <laughs> Essen, which is really annoying. But his name is Frankfurt. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. well, he lives in Essen because in Frankfurt, the um, Frankfurters are outlawed. <laughs> so um, they said yeah. it was something something to do with um, you know. Ich bin ein Essener. <laughs> Stupid idiot. You don't dog, even mate, know what it means. Fucking idiot. You fucking Oh, wank. I'm going to shoot him. Don't shoot him. No, I'm going to shoot him. No, I will. Not today, though. Um, <laughs> s- when Charlie Theron Shut is... up, Barry, FBI. <laughs> and, and you, Oswald Lee Harvey. <laughs> Oswald uh... CIA. Ah, <laughs> oh, watch out, sheeple. And also, please listen to all of our episodes. None Please. of this makes sense without. It's in the files, back into the left. 
Oh, um, I was trying to trying to riff on that joke and also read my next uh, quickfire poll. The results weren't good. So um, when <laughs> results are in. No. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Not editing that out. When Charlie's Theron's making them hot chocolate, she spoons cocoa powder into the cups and then she takes a mouthful for herself. Face. <laughs> yeah. Say hello for to you, my little one friend. Spoon for <laughs> yeah, and she takes a mouthful for herself. I'm a big fan of that oh, tactic. Yeah. Look, you gotta love that. That shows yeah. freedom. It's like Clute. Uh, only without dog food. It's like Das Boot. Um, it's like Das Boot in many ways. Speaking of Das Boot, Jason Kravitz plays Manny, the reception guy at the mm. apartment building. And I found oh. his acting, even though it's quite, you know, cliche, quite fun. Yeah. Including the bit where when Keanu reads this out with Shalice Ferran, uh, he goes with a sign that says, Would you, do you want me to call the police? Yeah. That was fun. That. I like that. Yeah. Um, at one point, Charlie Strong kicks off her shoes and the second one doesn't come off at all, which is charmingly naff. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't that. know if it was just a mistake and they kept it in or she did that on purpose, in which case... She <laughs> it's in off. the script and she took a hundred takes. <laughs> yeah, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was just standing off screen. Going, yeah, cut! The first hundred takes were the first fifty takes were ruined by her saying Jackie Chan every time she did it. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Uh. <laughs> every one of those was perfect as well. <laughs> um. Okay. When the, oh god, I love this line. When they're fighting, when Keanu Reeves is inexplicably fighting the man whose ad campaign he's trying to yeah. win. Um. <laughs> in the worst meeting ever. Please, the guy you just cock. yells. He's trying. The guy is really not happy with the fact he's trying to sell hot dogs as a hmm. sex aid. I guess for some reason. <laughs> That's not working for him. And so he just yells at him, I make a wholesome hot dog, you prick! (laughs) I make a wholesome hot dog, you prick! (laughs) Yeah, that was great. That tickled us very, very much. (laughs) At at one point, I think Charlize Theron, when they're cheering on Abner, and she goes, go Abner! And Abner does a sort of smile, where (laughs) like a a dry mouth, upper lip over the top teeth. Sort of smile, <laughs> sort of overly attached girlfriend style smile. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you call that. You know the like the yeah like yeah stuck up. You know the stuck meme the of gun. overly attached girlfriend. Um, is that is that the one? Yeah, I think I know who that Blue is. Blue shirt. Does, yeah. Does she do? I I thought that was just like a mad, a mad sort of teeth bared thing. Uh, no, no, no. It's just an upper lip thing. Uh, okay. Go. Well, there you go. Uh, Abner does that. Yeah. There you go. It's memeable. And she recently cast, cashed out because she managed to sell that as a NFT, which is a con, but at least some good people, some good internet creators managed to make some money. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, kitty. There's a good kitty in this. Aw. And some good dogs. Those are good dogs. Mm. But I'm all about the kitty. Oh, lovely. I love kitty. kitty. Lovely kitty. Piece of shit. Show me them kitties. Um, when they're in Jason Isaac's place, and Keanu just gets bored apparently and goes over to the TV and turns it on and starts watching adverts. Yeah. And then Jason oh, yeah. just comes up, and the look Keanu gives Jason is just fantastic because it it is just a sort of what <laughs> face. <laughs> I'm fucking bored. You've been talking for minutes now. This is agony. <laughs> None of this is about me. <laughs> um. So at one stage, he, she has given his clothes to a homeless man. Mm. And at one stage, they see the homeless man in the street, mm. and uh, Keanu Reeves chases, goes to chase him, but he yeah. turns and runs, and he gives up the chase. And Charlie's friend says, "See, doesn't it feel good to give?" Whilst the guy is still just crazily <laughs> running away in the background <laughs> with all of his limbs flailing, and it yeah. was, yeah, and a, a good contrast. Yeah, cool. Enjoyed. I um really liked the 
the various flowers coming out of the, the taxi when he's trying to win her back. He starts off with a, I don't know, I'm going to say orchid, because I don't know. Um, yeah. And then when that doesn't work, he goes back inside the cab, which is moving very slowly yeah. alongside her, comes out yeah, with, with a... Yeah, you know, blaring. Yeah. <laughs> turn it up. It's, it's not working. Uh, and he, <laughs> yeah, he comes out with a few flowers at this time, and then that doesn't work. And, he re- and then there's a shot a slightly different shot giving you a sort of vantage point into the yeah. back seat of the cab where he's just got a whole bunch of flowers arranged on the, the back yeah. seat. It was good. I liked it and the God. arrangement of it all was fun. It is the same scene, isn't it, though, as him dropping stuff into the sink. You know, just, you can imagine him getting the flowers out and just be like, marry me! <laughs> yeah, true. Marry me! <laughs> <laughs> God, they pulled oh, the wool God. over my eyes. I feel <laughs> stupid. Ah, uh, San Francisco looks great again. I need to go to this place. It yeah. just it fucking looks gorgeous. Every movie it's shown up in, you know, Last Black Man in San Francisco, weirdly, it shows up there. Um, Junior, it was yeah. in, and it just... The Rock. Every time this place looks... The Rock. Every time this place just looks gorgeous. And of course, well, yeah. San Francisco, outside of this podcast, have a, has a very rich filmic legacy, you know, just mm. all sorts of... It, all the way back to Vertigo. Probably further. I don't think they built the city for Vertigo. And <laughs> you can see all of them in Guy Madden's The Grey Fog. Oh, Fantastic. No, word, word is that they built it for somewhere green, for the train guys to send their train to. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. That makes sense, because all the trains are there in every yeah. shot. Yeah. So, there's so many of them, guys. Yeah. My last, <gasps> my last <gasps> one. Mm. Wow, I've outpaced you for once. Wow. Jesus. <gasps> well, shows, shows what you know, listeners. Um, <laughs> well, my, my last Again, one. to all our previous episodes. <laughs> please, actually, please, because... Sick of, I'm except, sick of, sick of existing in this world without context. Except the first eight, I think. Ah, uh, no, maybe yeah. not eight. Three. Mm. I remember for about five, just striving to make context-free fun available for everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah. after that, I just couldn't be asked. Yeah. So, Devil yeah. Inside, I think, was good. I think. Demonic transference, Michael. <laughs> Michael. My Michael. final one is uh, my. Oh yeah. Two, two very. Very choice pieces of IMDb trivia, Paul. Uh, that that w- could not have existed without this film. And they, I th- I'm pretty sure they are back to back. But if not, they're back to back now. One is uh, Jan, Jan Sverjak refused to direct it, and the next one, okay. the director of this film is Irish. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Information. Well, get an Irishman. It, it all makes sense now. Thanks, IMDb. <laughs> You absolute uh, madman. All right, here's the rest of mine. Keanu has a lovely shirt that looks like oil and water. It's like Ooh. shades of green and purple and like whittle mm. ripples. That's yeah. lovely. It's yeah. very subtle. It looks largely like a green, like corduroy shirt, but there's like mm. layers to it, which I loved. Oh, lovely. Um, there's a very naughty, I think it's in Jason Isaac's place. There's a very naughty's ass CD player that's like vertical. You're meant to place the CD like into its face. Oh, yeah. And then it has speakers on either side. It, yeah, it God. looks like something that teenage girls have in college. And I loved it. And me in my teens. Um, <laughs> and me when I was a teenage girl. And as obvious and simplistic as it is, it is nice to see Reese storm out on Nixon. It's just, yeah. you know, he's being such a prick, such a, a cartoonish prick, deliberately so, to make mm. sure there's no drama in the scene, ironically. Because he's, there's no temptation for him to stay here. Yeah. It's like, do you want to stay here with this asshole? Or do you want to, you know, be with this beautiful, freewheeling spirit who loves you? And it's like, mm-hmm. And who touches it. He touches it sometimes. He's not going to touch it at all. If he does, it will be with a rolled up newspaper on the tip. <laughs> so, ah! Gonna <laughs> Thank feel. you, sir. It's not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> it is nice to see him just be like, no, and walk out. Like, yeah. 
you're the problem. Yeah. Um, that, that was great. Oh, his realization moment that he's actually truly happy is nice. Mm. In particular, I'm a sucker for wind chimes, and San Francisco is beautiful, and he's just full looking around. And in my head, it was a quiet moment. We'll probably go okay. back and find out there was a score, but in my head, it was silent with just wind chimes and wind and niceness mm. and distant voices. But he realizes he's content, and I love that. Oh, um, that's cool. The gift sequence is ridiculous because he came in for a window with a sack, which apparently <laughs> had a fucking dishwasher in it or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and the gifts are horrendous, but his rationale is quite sweet. Mm. Um, in the original movie, um, he makes boxes, as we've covered. Yeah. And she jokes, Well, you make six sided boxes. What happens when someone comes along with a seven sided box? You'd be out of business. Mm. And so, in the climax, he makes a seven sided box, and on each of the seven sides, he's written something nice to her. Oh, that's cool. That's so sweet. Um, and it's really sad, the final shot in this, where she's left and she's yeah. blindfolded him. And blindfolded, as he will be again in Matrix Revolutions, this must be where they got mm. the idea. <laughs> he reaches out to her, but she's already gone. Yes. And he's alone. That's true, and I like that. really, yeah, sweetens that image. Mm. Bittersweet. Bitter and sweet. Because he's still got her memories. Portman sweet. Portman sweet. Paul, did we mm. get anything from the OG team, who I definitely asked this time? No one on Patreon. <gasps> okay, well, then let's get into some free fans <gasps> free falling fans and it's jennifer Soames on uh, facebook Meta, hey jennifer whatever. hello jennifer and she says what a nice reunion of the devil's advocate uh another ogt keanu contender i fucking loved that movie when i was a teenager i would be terrified to go back but i watched <laughs> that movie a yep. lot when i was a teen no idea why uh, uh, without I, me I, watching... I have an idea why sorry i have an idea why <laughs> oh um, yeah of course there was a uh, Maximus Decimus Meridus's, uh, M- Midas's, uh, Misses. <laughs> Commod- Commodore 64's sister. <laughs> <sighs> Without rewatching this gem, one thing always struck me. Yes, Charlize is a manic pixie dream girl. Yes, she is. And mm. this, and this quirky. However, I've always admired how she used a vacuum to help cut her hair and make it look that good. Such confidence. I have never once been proud of my home haircuts, <laughs> but I'm not a South African ballerina. <laughs> That's true. Few of us Yet. are. <laughs> yet jenny not with that <laughs> attitude um she was using the suck and cut from wayne's world it did look like <laughs> it sucks amazing and it cuts <laughs> oh god i was gonna say ah oh, there's a keanu connection i'm thinking of bill and ted yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking mess over here mate i need your help you're an embarrassment um ah oh, embarrassment mate thank you so much jenny sons thanks jenny Meanwhile, on twitter this tweet came in from oh, yeah. cinema gulp <gasps> and cinema gulp says I remember it was very sad. Oh. Uh, it, was quite, it was quite sad. You know. Yeah, very it's sad. Quite, it's it, was, sad. it was very sad. Yeah. You are well remembered in that respect. Yeah. Uh, Devil's thank Advocate. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry to Devil's not Advocate thank you. Has... 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck <clears> me. That's too high for our, the likes of us. Yeah, but malign- malignant. Too rich for our blood. Oh, there is malignant. <laughs> Fuck, I regret malignant now. Not because of how it was a great movie, but. This is our podcast, it's... Paul. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, we as, long as, as long as the listeners are happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as long as Jenny Sons is happy with it. So we'll write her and see if she's all right with us to do. By, um, by hand, obviously, because... Um, Devil's Advocate. Be yeah. Well, Nell and I were having this conversation yesterday, and, and we had a similar thing of Nell going, oh, you know, it's terrible, or I remember it being terrible, and me going, mm. oh, I thought it was, I thought it was quite good. Um, what was that? Uh, the Devil's Advocate. 
Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked it as a teenager, not just because of um, naked ladies, well, but Al Pacino was and great. The critics, history and the critics are on our side. Yeah. You know, and what does Nell have? Just everyone else in the world. Everyone else in the world and generally good taste in, in movies. Yeah. Um, but, life experience. You know, thank you, OG team, for good everything looks. you've done for us yet again. Yeah, Paul, thanks, let's quickly team. talk about the one better thing. <gasps> okay. The one better thing. Mine is easy, actually. It's just the 1968 No Sweet November. I highly recommend watching it. It's very sweet. For the reasons above. It's very sweet, November. So, yeah. Oh! Uh oh! Ah, Mine are oh, uh, a movie that I immediately rewatched last night after Sweet November: Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh yes, um, absolutely, it's just, superb. If, yeah, you know, a doomed, doomed uh, couple in one doomed. sense of the word, doomed. Um, but just, uh, I'm sure we've been through this many times before, but. It, yeah. Every rewatch, it just hammers home just how beautiful, yeah. well observed, and bittersweet at the same time it is, and it just offers so much more with every yeah. thing. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen it for some reason, go, you mad people! It's Charlie Kaufman. Go watch it. Um, just at his most emotionally resonant for sure. Yeah. And um, Michelle Gondry, <laughs> just what a combination. Um, yeah. and Blue Valentine. You know, we're talking. Oh, yeah. we're talking about. Oh, God. Do- a doomed couple, and we we see uh, it's a couple, Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. We see them uh, two two stages of their life: one as they as they meet, and the circumstances yeah. that bring them together, and then as an an older ish couple, jaded old, jaded old thirty something fucks with a little girl who <laughs> are just falling apart at the seams. And as they meet, and then their marriage falls apart, um, you see how. They as their little girl falls driven apart. together, as their little girl literally falls apart. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a very uh, violent film. It's incredibly horrible and har- harrowing, but um, it, it, it's it's just utterly beautiful in parts. It's just so charming in places, and it is just there's that bittersweet of the inevitable. Um, and it's both of these films are a lot better than Sweet November, even without Jason up. Isaacs. <laughs> Even without, God. and that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about this better thing? Well, I'd really yeah, love it if, if more people. Oh, if more people uh, watch Blue Valentine because I don't know too many people who have. It seems to have like really? like um yeah like those smooth experiences. It hasn't dragged through anyone's um consciousness as much as I'd like. Um, outrageous. I, I, it is outrageous. Everybody should watch it. And if you do, you can get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook at OGTPod or send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. Just tell me what you think about Blue Valentine. Please do. Do it. I feel like I'm going crazy here. But also... Oh my God, I can't take it. But also, if you would like more of me going crazy here, then you could do so on Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash OGTPod, uh, surprisingly, uh, where we have loads of content, not even entirely about Blue Valentine. We've recently mm-hmm. redid our top thirties. We um, uh, we played a little cult movie generator fun, and yeah, it's good stuff. Yes. And there's something very personal and special to me going up uh next week, I guess. So yeah, keep an eye mm, out. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I'm Paul. I out. I'm I'm Paul Tastic. And remember, the one good thing about one good thing. No, what is this mm. about? Oh, sweet November. Oh yeah. Okay.
is that Keanu Reeves just does wonderful things with hot dogs. Better than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you can kill a man with just a hot dog. <laughs>